This is Coffee with Kerry, where we chat to amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their professions and join me for a combination of getting to know them and having lots of fun. I believe we often miss out on having fun in our lives, as often life gets too busy. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. And now it's time to get the show started. Welcome to Coffee with Kerry. Thanks for being here. I have an amazing show lined up today and I'm super excited. But before I introduce today's guests, I do like to mention that today's show is supported by the Chris and Amanda podcast. These two awesome, amazing podcasters have come together to bring you weekly shows that include lots of laughter, lots of fun, and lots of music. You'll remember them from episode one of the Coffee with Kerry podcast, and I'm just so thrilled to be announcing them as today's supporter. So, and my favorite part is coffee is life. So, on to today's show. Hey, Mike, it's Mike Ham from the Morning Spotlight Podcast. Mike, it's great to have you here. It's great to be here, Carrie. I mean, so far, the music, the sound effects, all the stuff, I mean, this is like next level stuff. So I'm super pumped. And it's sponsored by Chris and Amanda. And that first episode that you had was amazing. That's why I wore my Chris, this is his other podcast, the Rocket Growth Agency podcast, just because I had to show some support. My Chris and Amanda show t shirts in the mail. So working on that. But super pumped oh, to be here. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so excited. We are going to have so much fun. And if you don't mind, I will kick it off with another one of these. So, Mike, I hope that I advised you that you needed to bring a novelty mug with you to today's show. You did. Have you got your mug? I do. Excellent. Can we I see that? I don't know that? if you can really see it. There we go. Oh, yep. Well, looks like... Oh, no, you're going to have to read it to me. All right. So it says, well, looks like it's going to be another fine day, which is mm. a John Wayne quote. Um, you know, the old cowboy, you know, Western actor. My mom got this for me when I moved into my apartment, and it's my favorite mug because today's going to be a great day. It's 10 a.m. here in New Jersey. I know it's a little bit later there. But, uh, but yeah, I think this is my f- – I have a lot of cool mugs. That's like a thing. Then I had to pick one, and I drink out of this one almost every morning. So I'm picking this one. Awesome. Love it. Thanks for bringing your mug. And I've of got course. one for today's episode as well. Now, there's a little bit of a story behind this one for me. For starters, I'll hold that up so that people can see it. If you can see it, you just got lit up like that. I like that. Yes, this is. I have religiously watched the um, TV series Suits for, oh, I reckon, the last four years, just constantly on repeat. And the reason I brought this cup to today's episode, no relevance to you, Mike, but when I found out that you were in New Jersey, I thought, well, you know. Lewis Litt is from New York, New Jersey, kind of neighbouring, you know, like pretty yeah. close. And um, I love the show. So that's today's mug from me. There you go. There's so nothing Mike, in it, though. Um, there's, there's nothing in it. 
there isn't because I will confess it's midnight here in Australia, so I cannot drink coffee at this hour. <laughs> I would I would be up all night and probably right. for days. So yeah, that's cheers fair. to that's you, fair. Mike. Cheers. Mine actually has coffee in it, so. <laughs> doing well, doing well. Awesome. All right, we are going to move into the next round. And that was the button I was supposed to press before. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the next round is five fun facts about you, but it comes with a twist. We have a board of numbers behind me, if you can see that. Yep. Numbers 1 to 20, and I need you to pick five of them, but the reason you're picking them and not me is because it's completely random. There's questions on the back, and I take no responsibility whatsoever. So fire away. Okay, so we'll do three. I gotta count on my fingers how many I actually pick. So Go for three. Um, we'll do seven. Yeah. We'll do uh, eleven. Eleven. We'll do fifteen and nineteen. Now, Mike, I have to ask, were you going for particular colours there? Because I've got a bit of a rainbow happening. Um, no, I was trying to think of, like, numbers that, like, mean something. So, like, at least for me. So, like, yep. a couple of Yankee players, New York Yankees players numbers are on there. A couple other special dates for me. So, you know, that's why that's why I picked those. Awesome. Love it. All right. You have you gotta chosen. Have, you got to have some variety, too. you got to have variety. Oh, it's the spice of life, for, yeah, for sure. exactly. Right. Okay, so you have chosen question number three. And question number three is, is there something awesome that happened during the pandemic that probably wouldn't have occurred if there wasn't a pandemic? Oh, that's like the easiest one, easiest question I possibly could have kicked it off with. I started the morning spotlight. That The only reason why I started the show was because of a pandemic. And here we are a year later and just rolling right along, guesting on other great shows like this. So I would say that would be starting my podcast during the pandemic was the silver lining, you know, and kind of helped push me out in front of more people. Awesome. Love it. And Mike, we are going to talk more about the podcast later. So we'll just set that aside for the moment. Gone but not forgotten. Yep. You chose number seven. And number seven question is, what food gets you the most excited when you realize you haven't had it in a while? Oh, so I am a big barbecue fan. So I like making smoking barbecue ribs are my favorite. So I think uh, ribs would probably be the one that I would pick. Like if I'm going like the whole winter and I'm not really oh. eating barbecue because it's too, you know, cold out to cook it, whatever. And yep. I don't go and get it from someplace. That's what I would pick. Ribs. I mean, I don't know. It's just like I'm a meat eater. So that's what I would yep. pick. Yeah. Love it, love it. And, of course, after winter and hibernation and all of that, as soon as the sun comes out, you're hitting the barbecue. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, question number 11 is, what has been the most daring thing you've ever done? Oh, uh, most daring thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be like... And this is, this is your interpretation. Yeah, your interpretation of daring. Okay. Um, wow. 
that's a really hard question. I don't would you necessarily... Like, would, would you like some thinking music? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this and I don't mm -hmm. know if this is if this necessarily answers the question. Um but I'm going to say uh taking this job that I have right now in title insurance which was a complete 180 from my former career path um to just start something totally different uh, cuz I was a college baseball coach before I started selling title insurance. So it's like literally not even in the same ballpark. Um, so I think that that would probably be my most daring thing that I've done. Um, I, that's probably like a boring answer. I mean, like skydiving yeah. would be more exciting or something. But I think I think that's what I would pick. Just doing something completely different and just totally shaking up the way that I go about my daily life. Yeah, but I like that, Mike, because if you had have done the skydiving, you could have died. Moving from one career to another you probably you know, won't die you probably won't die it's a big <laughs> chance it's a big risk we know that yeah, sure right <laughs> but yeah at least there's not death at the end of it so that's a good thing <laughs> that's, that's very true <laughs> um but you know i'm sure you can get like a maybe a better answer from there but i think that's i think that's a solid one oh, i'm I sure if i great. really if i was prepared i probably would have thought of some profound answer but this is what the game <laughs> show is right that's it. You're in the hot seat and hot you seat. just don't yeah. have – you get a little bit of thinking music from time to time, but not Sweating. much else. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's your <laughs> yeah. show. You, you you take me on this ride. I'm ready to go. I will. I will. Awesome. Question number 15 you have chosen. Ooh, have you sung at karaoke and do you remember the song or perhaps there was many? Too many. Uh, so I'm not – I've never done like true karaoke, but – I'm a big sing in the car guy, so mm. I would sing. I think my go-to song that I will just belt out doesn't matter what time of day, doesn't matter how I'm feeling. If you put on "Ironic" by Alanis Morissette, I will sing the entire song. It's classic oh Alanis, classic. It is, and it is. it's it's just a great song. So I think that that is like uh, a guilty pleasure song that I have. That so I would say "Ironic" by Alanis Morissette in the car. That's the only yeah. place I sing it. And if my girlfriend's also in the car, she's not singing it. She's just rolling her eyes the whole time. Like, get me <laughs> out of this car. So that, that's what I would say. So I haven't done true karaoke, but, but singing in the car is like my number one thing to do. Definitely. And, and Mike, did you want to take it away? Traffic jam when you're already late. A no smoking sign on your cigarette break. Something like that. We'll, yeah, we'll there. beautiful. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't have applause. Damn. <laughs> I'm always missing You got all button, those buttons. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, if I press that one, I went that way, but I'm just not that skilled yet. So we just stay on the front panel it's like here. A, it's safe. <laughs> like a professional. Like a, you're like Billy Joel playing the piano, oh. but not, you know. Oh, my God. And you know what I've been watching lately on TikTok is all these DJs with those yeah. spinny wheel things and the button. Oh, man. Oh, Stop me! Stop me! Stop me! <laughs> well, you need to get bad. down that level with with being the podcast thing, you know, because you got all those all those tools. I remember you posted that thing on Instagram, and Drew had you know done the thing with the reel, I think. Oh, and that cracked I mean, me up. 
<laughs> like that was just insane. I mean, you got more stuff in that little setup, and I'm I'm super jealous because literally, like what you see in this picture, me <laughs> and this is that's it, and I have my computer right here, and that's pretty much yeah. what we that's pretty much what we roll with. So, but but your normal background, I'm always impressed with your background. Is that a virtual background that you have behind you normally? Yes. Yeah, so I usually hang the green screen back there because this is in in this room. So I live in a one-bedroom apartment here in New Jersey. So in this room is my bed is on the other side of this. Of this, uh, mm-hmm. there's an elliptical over here. There is my desk where I do my work and my microphone where I record my shows. So this is my recording studio, my office, my gym, and my bedroom. Uh, so it's like a multi-purpose room. And Riverside, unfortunately, does not do green screens. I don't think so. I couldn't mm, set up yeah. the couldn't set up the green screen. So I had to go with the black. You know, and I'm wearing a black hat and this black shirt, so the shirt know. matches the background. It looks right. perfect. In case yeah. in case I don't want to answer one of these questions, I'll just blend in <laughs> to the background. That's it. That's it. <laughs> love it. Love it. And and by the way, that's cool having it all in one space. Like I got a coffee machine in here because <laughs> that's important. And I've right. got, you know, the whole workstation and everything. There's actually a MIDI keyboard under the under the black cape back there so yep. it's important to have all the good things around us you know yeah right i mean because sure. like every time i sit down here and i haven't used this elliptical in weeks it says i i need to get on there i need to exercise a little bit and then i'm just like nah i'll put some t-shirts on it and it'll, i'll just hide it <laughs> semi semi use the purpose of a wardrobe hanging them over the over the side. yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. it's a clothing rack slash gym so that's it. That's it. Yeah. Multi-purpose. That's it. Okay, last question, and then you're out of the hot seat, I think, for a little while. Question number 19 is, ooh, we might have already seen this, but there could be something else. Do okay. you have a hidden talent? Uh, so I think the barbecue thing is my hidden talent. I think that that's, that's something that maybe people in the, barbecue, or in the barbecue world, the podcasting world, all these people that I've met, like you and other people. I don't think that that's something that I really ever talk about. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just, I, I just love to do it. And I think I'm good at it. Like last year, I mean, we, we did uh, like a big get together um, outdoors, of course, up in like the mountains in New York at my buddy's lake house. Cause we were supposed to have their bachelor weekend that weekend because they were getting married and everything got canceled. So there was like 30 people up there. So all sleeping in tents and stuff. And they said, do you want to cook for everybody? And I was sure. So I cooked, you yeah. know, I don't know, two pork shoulders. So all pulled pork and eight racks of ribs and like all this kind of stuff. So I think, and it all came out great. I, you know, biased because I cooked it, but um, <laughs> everyone seemed to like it. So I, I would say that's my hidden talent. So, you know. So just to expand on that, Mike, is the trick in the seasoning of the meat, the meat itself or the method that you cook it? I think it's like, a, it's an all together kind of thing. Because like, so you can put like the best seasoning on the best rack of ribs, let's say, and then boil them and then try to cook them in the oven and it's not going to come out good, you know? So (laughs) like you got to smoke them for sure. You got to smoke them. And then, I mean, I have like my own little stuff, like rubs that I make and different things that I'll put on the ribs to kind of make them taste good. Um, so I think that it's just, it's an altogether kind of thing. And it's just one thing, everyone does it a little bit different. So it's just kind of whatever works for you, um, you know, is, is what's going to make them actually come out the best. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. All, all you, in method. There's all a encompassing. Whole method. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You can't, you can't skimp on anything. You got to go no. all in, you know? Yep. 
and you're going to yep. spend four hours cooking those things. So <laughs> you got to make sure you, you have time. So yeah. that's, that's commitment. Four hours. Oh my God. That's, yeah. that's full commitment. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it. it was a long day for sure. Cause I was up at six, cooked the shoulders first, then the ribs. Cause I couldn't fit them all into the thing that I have. Um, so it was like a 12 hour ordeal doing all the stuff over the course of the day. I might've not been totally sober the night before, uh, which made the morning a little tougher. Uh, but you know, whatever. So it's, we That's still it. made it work. Yeah. That's it. Passionate. Yeah. That's what I right. like about it. There's yeah, passion right. in there. Yeah. I wasn't going to let my hangover <laughs> hold me back for sure. No, no, that's it. I love it. Fantastic. All right. We're going to move into the next round. Oh, I hit the right button. I'm so excited about that. All right. Next round is, Mike, are you ready for this? I'm ready. We have Survivor Challenge Coffee okay. with Kerry. I'll explain. So Survivor Challenge is a challenge to you. You need to choose three celebrities to take with you on a deserted island to survive. You have no supplies and you can expect to be there forever or until rescued. Okay. So three celebrities that come to mind for you. Three celebrities. So these have to be like, you know, if I pick... A celebrity. It can't be like a character they've played. It has to be the actual celebrity. The actual celebrity. You can name them oh. by their characters because I'm probably really bad at real people's names, if I'm honest. Okay. So make that reference. Help me out here. Um, but, yeah, they need to be celebrities. And, you know, celebrity, who's a celebrity? Like That's true. Know, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But right. you are so on I wish... a deserted island. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. So... Ooh, wow, this is hard. And and living celebrities too, right? I'm asking a lot of clarifying questions on this Survivor Challenge. Well, that's it's funny that you asked that because I do have that as a backup here because I've been waiting for someone to ask that question. And yeah. there are two options. You choose for me right now, choose A or B because one gives you one or the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that make any sense? So if I pick A and it's just all living celebrities, then I don't get the Okay, so we're picking A. Okay, so picking A means you can have either. Either. Okay, so i got to have mm. a, a mix. All right, so yep. uh, I would pick uh, mm, Teddy Roosevelt, the Rough Rider. I feel like he's got to be one. He's an American president. You know, he oh, got shot. I thought in the, it was he got, presidential. He got yep, shot in the yep. chest and still finished a speech. He was, you know, in the whatever wars and like was always in the mountains. So, so I would pick Teddy Roosevelt. I would pick uh, maybe like Bear Grylls. He's the Survivor Man oh, thing. The yep. I think that's got to be a good one. And then I think I would pick um, so Nick Offerman, who plays Ron Swanson on the TV show Parks and Rec. Because he likes to build canoes and he likes to eat meat like me, so I feel like with with the four of us, we'll be able to figure it out. Okay, so what did Teddy bring to the equation? Uh, he's just a badass. Did I say badass oh. on this show? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, so he's just a badass. Like, so if we get into a fight, you want Teddy Roosevelt on your side, you know, like. If there's like a bear or something, mm-hmm. you want Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. because he'll probably wrestle the bear into submission, you know, so stuff like that. He's just a tough guy. 
very cool, very yeah. cool. And and Bear Grylls, we, we know who Bear Grylls is, but yeah. purpose for you particularly? Well, if we're going to be surviving on this deserted island or whatever, you need somebody that knows how to survive. I don't. Mm-hmm. I would be dead within like a day probably. <laughs> <laughs> so at least he knows like, hey, don't, don't you know, whatever you got to do, like keep cool, well, he, keep he knows, warm. He knows he how knows to do all, it, right? Yeah, and he knows all the right bugs to eat and all the right disgusting yeah. things that, that you can consume or, or right. turn into wonderful things. So Or yeah, stay away awesome. from because you don't want to, you know, poison yourself, right? Oh, so yeah. no, that's, that's obviously that's key. I mean, again, yeah. I don't really know, like, if it's just a show, like, because obviously they record him, so maybe it's all a sham mm. and then we're screwed. But you know, I would I would still say maybe him. So that's what I would. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with him. I already the made my choices. So yeah, the perception yeah. from what we see of him on on TV, it's is that he thing. knows what he's doing. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. yep. I'm with that. And Nick was it Offerman? <clears throat> yeah, Nick Offerman. So he plays the character Ron Swanson on the show Parks and Rec, and so they're very similar between the character and him. So he likes to carve canoes out of, you know, trees and, you know, he's a big meat guy. So just like me. So if we can hunt it, like Teddy Roosevelt can help us hunt it. Ron Swanson, yeah. Nick Offerman can help us cook it. Bear Grylls yep. will tell us, you know, keep us safe. I don't know. He'll do something. Yeah. So oh, there you go. Love it. Yeah. Mike, I think you've survived. I think, you, and and you may have even escaped with with Nick and the canoes. You never, yeah, you never yeah, know. right. Well, that's that's a good point too. If you can make a canoe, as long as we can get over like that wave, like in Castaway, that we'll be, first one. be way on yeah. our way. The first yeah. one's key, because then the rest yeah. are just you know whatever you call the waves before they become waves. Yeah. And you mentioned Castaway, and all I think is Wilson, <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Too good. Too good. Very good, very good. Excellent, excellent choices, Mike. I think you've um, exceeded this challenge. So well done. I appreciate done. that. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I was able to get the, the you know, not living celebrity just because, yeah. you know, then I can, I don't know, change it up. A okay. Bit. So hang on, which one's dead? Teddy Roosevelt died in like 1920. Oh, right. Okay. Kerry's yeah. not a history buff, so That's I'm okay. trying to trying to get on board with that stuff and and it it's happens all, all the time by the way you know hubby will turn around for me and say oh you know such and such and i'm like oh yeah 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 and he's like oh well you know this and i'm like what they died when <laughs> when did that happen I, i've just miss everything i miss yeah. everything it's weird no, it's all good it's all good you know who i also probably should have picked just because given mm. the situation that we're in would be like a steve Irwin because i feel like he would know the animals i feel like yes. i should have said that uh, like I, I'm actually very disappointed in myself now because I left off Steve Irwin, and that's like the one Australian guy that I know. You know, As, outside and of Australian people, you and Steve Irwin, and like that's it. Who else do you need to know? That's it. That's, that's it. it. It's all the important people in, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned that because when when we went through like putting this part of the show together, um, I actually. I had to pick. I had to pick, like, to make sure that this was, you know, achievable. And yeah. I picked The Rock, which was not a good move. I picked The Rock. I picked Bear Grylls, and I picked Steve Irwin. They were. Oh, my you picked Bear Grylls too. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's I did. Great. It must yep. be a great answer. Yeah, Steve Irwin. I feel like would be good because then he would know how to. But he wouldn't like if you needed to eat an animal. He probably would be anti-eating the animal. So maybe yeah. he's not a great 
I don't know. That's don't know. true. That's true. He would know how but to keep I, yourself safe, but, you know. Well, this is it, and I can kind of consider him, well, sorry, did consider him, past tense, the animal whisperer. So yeah, that kind of made sense to me. But my my second choice was to swap out The Rock for Gordon Ramsay, only because I didn't want to eat the bugs that Bear Grylls was going to give me. I, right. I prefer Gordon Ramsay. So. Because then he could cook the bugs into something nice rather than you just eating them live, probably. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Got it made. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only will we be eating, you're going to be eating like a queen, you know, on this deserted island because you got Gordon Ramsay with you. It's amazing. And for me, like Rescue... Escape? No, I'd just stay there. As long as I, I had some a little bit <laughs> yeah. of tech with me, I'd be right. I'd be set for life. Yeah. That would be awesome. You, you have your podcast yeah. studio on this deserted island. You could just eat bugs and do coffee with Carrie and Biz Nation and all those. Yep. So it'd be great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Got it, just mate. Just need some Wi-Fi too. <laughs> oh, yes. That's important. That's very we'll, important. I'll send you – I'll mail you a hotspot. We'll send you a hotspot oh, so you could just thanks. do it. There you go. You got my back. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. We're going to move into the next round. And the next round is, Mike, I have a question for you. A little bit change of kind of topic and change of beat here. I wanted to know what is your most prized possession or collection? Oh. Um, all right. So I would say... So I, I am a, a man that wears jewelry. So I wear my necklaces that I wear all the time. So I have two. Uh, mm-hmm. One is a gold cross from Italy that my grandma gave to me when I was a baby. And I've been wearing it every day since I was a baby. Um, on the other chain, it, there's three things on it. So it's my grandfather who passed away back in 1998. His dog tag from uh, back when he was in the military. Um, I have a, a cross uh, that my grandma again got for me from Italy. And then, uh, this like little pendant that my mom got for me when I graduated from college. And I wear those all the time. So I think that that's what I would, that's what I would go with. My most prized possessions would be what I wear on me all the time. Awesome. And you've got it with you all the time. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm a big, I'm a very superstitious guy, not superstitious, superstitious, but you know, it's uh, just one of those things where, like, I used to wear them when I would play baseball. I would wear them, you know, just all the time. So, like, I would just never take them off. So, I mean, it's like that Michael Scott line. I don't know if you know who that is, but he, I'm, not, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Just a little stitious. <laughs> is that a line? Is that actually yeah, it's a from, line? Yeah, it's from the show The Office, uh, the American version of The Office. So, he's like, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. Well, that's a good line. I might have to remember that one or look it up. Yeah, there you go. I'll Google or YouTube or something. I'll I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. I'll shoot you a a link of it. Oh, yes, please. That'd be awesome. I have heard of the show called The Office. Is there two different versions? Is there a US and a UK or something? Yeah, the original one's the UK one. So uh, Ricky Gervais was on it. Um, And then then eventually they adapted it for a US audience. And there you go. So I I would watch that show. When it was on Netflix, I would watch it all the time. But then they took it off Netflix. Now it's on Peacock, I guess. So you got to pay for Peacock, which is the NBC streaming service that they have now. So, yeah. What's what's a Peacock? Well, we have Peacocks as birds, but this is a platform platform yeah so it's like the nbc like the network their new streaming platform and where they put all their nbc shows is called peacock because that's their their logo is a peacock 
Ah, I might have seen the peacock. Might have seen the peacock. You never know. You never know. I mean, I've seen a peacock in person, you know, like an actual one, but this is the streaming version of, you know, there you go. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Mike. We're going to move into the next round. All right. Now, I've got a tricky one for you. I have an Aussie word of the week for you. Okay. Now, because you know Steve Irwin, you might know this or you might know a lot of Aussie Aussie words. So that's that's very possible. Today's Aussie word is it's called a snot block. A snot block. Can yep. you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> I yep, I'll put it in a, a normal sentence. Is it a tissue going, or like a handkerchief or something? Because that would be like my first guess, just in case it's like it's going to give it away. All right. Okay. I'll take this. I'll take the sentence. I'll, I'll take the. I'll Sorry, take Mike. the. I'll take the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you the sentence. Okay. The right, sentence right. is: I'm going to go to the bakery and buy myself a snot block. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> like a now, loaf of bread. I, I, no, no, but I, right. I do need to pop in a little disclaimer because this might not be a everyone Aussie word. This might not be an Aussie word that everybody uses. This could it's not just a Kerry Aussie word. I know that for a fact. This is okay. a known Aussie word. But the word snot block and the item does come from a bakery or okay. A supermarket. I don't know if you guys have supermarkets or stores, you know, like yeah. for groceries and stuff. They, they yep. have them as well. But it's a snot block. And it's got another name as well. But the other name okay. is more common, common name. Common in Australia a, or common in the world? Well, I, I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. All right. All right. It's, sorry. No, that's all right. It's called a <laughs> vanilla slice. A vanilla slice. Mm. So like a pie? You are getting so close, I have to say. Can I hold up a little picture for you? Yeah, hold, hold, give me a picture. Maybe a cake. I don't even know. What is it, like sticks of butter? It's actually like it's got a, two layers of pastry. So pastry on the base and pastry up okay. the top. And then it's got this really sweet icing, that like white icing that goes on top. And in the middle is this custard jelly Ooh. type of stuff. Mm. Oh, man. It is to die for, but you wouldn't believe that something that looks that delicious and trust me, it's it's amazing is called a yeah, snot block. A snot block, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might run out to the bakery and see if they have snot blocks here at the bakery by me. I don't know. Please I'll just walk in and be like, it. "Do you guys have snot blocks?" I'll be like, "What the <laughs> hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> Where is he from? Oh my yeah. god!" <laughs> right. I'm I'm Australian. Yeah. Can't you tell? I mean, I, I sound like I am. That's right. You use the right language. That's, that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Right. Mike, do you have a word um, that comes to mind that I might not be familiar with? Yeah. Uh, so I, I did a lot of thinking on this one. I was actually kind of upset because Chris and I both live in New Jersey. So I thought that mine was originally going to be like pork roll or Taylor ham, but I knew that he used that on the first <laughs> one because that's a Jersey thing. You know, he said yeah. that Amanda might know, but that's a Jersey thing. People even in New York don't, don't always know what that is. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, and there's a couple different names for this. So I'm going to start with one and then we'll see what happens. But a hoagie. Do you know what a hoagie is? 
going to play me some thinking music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I have that in a sentence, please? Uh, sure. Uh, we're going to go down the shore and we're going to eat some hoagies. Okay, so I know what the shore is because that's right. the beach and that made sense. So that's okay. yep. So we're going to the beach and we're going to eat some hoagies. Is it an ice cream? No. You would probably pack them in a, you would probably pack them in a cooler. Maybe you can make them pre beforehand, bring them down, eat them there. And is it something you make or can you buy it as well? Both, yeah. Nah, you're going to have to help me out here. I've not got it. I've not got it. Uh, so the, there's, I mean, you're not going to know what the other ones. Uh, so you could also call him a hero. You could also call him a sandwich. <gasps> sandwich? Yeah. A yeah, singer. So there's, they're like, like, uh, a what? A zinger? A sanger. A sanger. Yeah. 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 So a sanger, a hoagie. A pe- apparently people call them grinders too, which I've never, I've heard, pe- I know people call them that, but I've never actually heard someone call it that. We would call them heroes a lot. I feel like if you go South Jersey, it's more uh, hoagie. If you go North Jersey, it might be more hero, maybe a mix of hero and hoagie. But yeah. All right. So I just want to step into this concept of this hoagie or hero. Sure. Is a sandwich. And to me, a sandwich, I talk about sandwiches all the time for podcasting because you got your intro, you got your outro, and the and the content in the middle makes the sandwich. Sure. You know, it could yeah. be ham and cheese and tomato or whatever. You know, like yep. that's that's how I reference it. Are we talking about the same kind of sandwich? Yeah. Usually it's on maybe not like just bread. Usually it's on like a long, like a long roll. So then you, you slice oh. it and you put all your stuff in there. Boom. Hoagie, hero, sub. Submarine sandwich, sub, sub. yeah, Subway, yeah. Do you guys yeah, like have a Subway? Subway, a, yeah, like a Subway sandwich would be a hoagie. Yeah. Ah, plain or toasted? They always ask me that. Would you like it plain or toasted? Who toasts a roll? Like, what is that? I don't understand. Ooh, I think it would depend on what kind of sandwich you're getting. So, like, there's oh, yeah. a couple sandwiches that I would say are probably better toasted. Because then it doesn't really mm-hmm. get soggy and you get that little crisp, right? But then if if it's just maybe like a cold sandwich, if you're getting, I don't know, a turkey sub, you're not going to yep. get that toast. I mean, maybe you do if, you know, you want to, but I would say you keep that not toasted. But that's just me. I have like different weird eating habits. It's not weird, but like, I mean, <laughs> I, don't put, I don't put milk in cereal, which I think tells you maybe everything that you need to know about me. Um, I'm oh a dry God, cereal I'm with guy. You. I am with you one hundred percent. The milk. Like, why would I want it? it to get? Why would I want it to get soggy? Like, I, I think no. that that's yeah. It's just like the texture. No. no. Yeah. No, I will with the only exception I make to that is cocoa pops because it makes the milk chocolate. Like right. That, well, there that you just, go. That just you get. There's two bonuses there. You got cocoa sure. pops. Yeah, they're a bit soggy and a bit weird, but you get the chocolate milk at the end, so it's worth it. Right. But yeah. Here we have, and hopefully you guys too, it's called Nutrigrain. So they're like larger pebbles of, of stuff. I don't know, probably really bad yeah. for us. Don't even care. Loaded with sugar, all that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But I just eat them straight out of the box because they're like little bite size. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Who yeah. needs milk? No, 
I, I like, yeah. I mean, I, I can't drink milk personally, and I don't, like, I, I don't want to start drinking almond milk or oat milk or whatever all the other milks are. I mean, I drink my coffee black, and, like, that's that's it, you know? Like, I go <laughs> dry cereal, a banana, and black coffee basically every day for breakfast. So, you know, I think that tells you, like, basically everything you need to know about me, like, how I start my day. <laughs> it's my morning routine. Everybody has one, that's I it. feel like, right? That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, mine's a, a skinny latte with, that's about it, a skinny latte and about one, two, three, four of those, and I'm good. I'm good Ready to, to go. go. <laughs> Ready to start the yep. day, get rolling. Yep, and then sometimes it gets to about two in the afternoon, and I'm like, why is my stomach, like, churning? Like, it's, like, really angry at me, like, really angry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. didn't feed you. Oh, sorry, whoops, <laughs> yeah. forgot about you. <laughs> yep, sorry, yeah, we'll, we'll, mix, we'll, we'll mix you in over the course of the day. We'll get you something. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It yeah. works. It works. And well, especially now you're working like I'm working from home. There's you know, it's not like you're out there, you know, running around too crazy anymore. So I don't know if the energy's quite getting consumed that it needs the amount of food that it used to. So it's yeah, what right. it is. It's, yeah. 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 Cool. So All right. Next round. Ah, now Mike. We're heading back to the podcast. We're bringing it back, back to where right. we started. So my first question was going to be when, well, that's been answered. Yep. My next question was going to be, well, in actual fact, I do still want to know this. I want to know, I know it, it happened at the start of the pandemic, but why? What was the purpose? Why did you want to have your voice out there? Uh, so the job that I have, I am a title insurance salesperson. So I sell title insurance, which is part of the real estate industry. So basically my entire job is to take people out for lunch, go to events, go out for drinks, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm a schmoozer, uh, for lack of a better word. I need, I network constantly. That is what I do. And obviously at the beginning here in New Jersey, we got crushed by COVID at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so, you know, March, April, May, we were basically in total lockdown. And uh, so I wasn't able to do my job. And at the beginning, I was like, hey, you know, this is only going to last maybe a couple weeks, you know, flatten the curve, whatever they're telling us, and then we'll be back to normal. Obviously, that didn't happen. So I needed a way to kind of get my face, for better or worse, out in front of people and keep me in mind. So I started running virtual networking events every week. So we would get on a platform. We'd all, you know, there'd be 40, 45 of us on this virtual call. Uh, we'd all network together. And then I'd always heard that uh, video was a great way, <clears throat> excuse me, to get your, um, uh, your uh, traction on platforms like LinkedIn, like social media platforms. So that's how the show started. I had this huge network of people and I said, well, maybe I could take them uh, and have them on this little, I, I would start, it was only a five minute long episode. It was like a video series that I started wow. just on LinkedIn. So that's where it was. That's where it was hosted. I didn't have it on Apple or Spotify or anything like that. Um, and it would basically be a show a day for mm -hmm. 12, 12 straight weeks. I did it. Um, so I did 60 episodes in a 12 week span doing these five minute long episodes where basically I would read you three questions as my guest. And then because you had the questions before, a lot of times you would have your answers written down, then you would read your answers back to me. So I always yep. said it was like, it was electric. It was like so much fun. Uh, but um, <laughs> but eventually it got to the point in July of last year where I wanted to have more in-depth conversations, not do an episode every day and rather maybe like one a week. I'm up to two a week now. 
But uh, that's kind of how it started. I needed a way to keep my face in the face of the people that I needed to talk to. Um, and this just seemed like a really good way where now it's just like, I'm just creating content and putting it out there with different people, whether I'm guesting on a show or having people on my show. And I've had clients on the show, people that I want to have as clients on the show. Um, so I'll talk to them and, you know, put that stuff out there. So it's just once you, I mean, you know, once you put content out on social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it is, podcasting, it's there, it's not going anywhere. So it's just maybe this constant, uh, salesperson that you don't even have to yep. always be talking and in their faces or whatever. But now all of a sudden you're reaching, you know, let's just say 500 people a month. That's, yep. that's really good. And that's not something that you can do just being like a one man show trying to get out in front of all these people. All you need to do is just put the stuff out there and they see your face. They hear Mike Cam, morning spotlight, coolest guy in title insurance. And then there you go. So it's all kind of, it's like a jingle. It just stays in your head. Yeah. And then, you, then I've had people reach out to me now on LinkedIn about using me for title work. So that's never happened in the history of my career. And it'll be four years doing this in August. So me putting content out has attracted people to do business with me. So I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of why I started it. And it seems as though it's working. Did you know it was going to work? No. Did you have I had a no prediction? Idea. No. no. I, I knew that the original iteration of the show was doing good things and people were contacting me to come on. Um, And then I had approached people that I work for and said, Hey, I want to try to transition this into what it is more, what it is now. Um, So I still do a real estate episode every Tuesday, but I've evolved it to now do something a little bit different every Thursday. So we've had on professional athletes, we've had on uh, musicians, we've had on other podcasters, we've had on a lot of different people that maybe have like an inspiring story or whatever, um, just to kind of give some variety to the people that listen to the show. So I had no idea it was going to work. Um, but it's one of those things where it's just at the time last year, I was, you had to just try stuff. And I feel like the people that were just sitting on their hands, waiting for the pandemic to be over, lost out on an opportunity to keep themselves in other people's faces and try something different. And now that I've tried something different and I've seen that it has the uh, ability to possibly work. And now that things are more open here, I can take all those people that I met virtually in those networking events and that I've had on as guests, the ones that are at least here in New Jersey, and I'm Mm -hmm. going out to lunch with them because now we finally can, you know, so I'm taking, this was the, the moment that I've been waiting for to take this virtual side, this podcasting side, the virtual networking side, and then combine it with the actual in-person stuff to make this monster of a networking opportunity for people. Cause now I have something to add. It's a value add for them that, you know, all of a sudden they can come on my show, reach X number of people that listen to the show. And that's just basically free marketing for 45 minutes that they get to talk on, talk with me on a podcast. So there's like a mm. lot of different cool things that kind of go into it for sure. Yeah. Yep. So when did you flip the switch from the LinkedIn over to an actual podcast platform? What did that look like? Uh, so I went from, so I started the, the original show in May. Um, and then in July, July 14th was the first episode of the new show. But I had finished out maybe like a week or two after that with the old show because I just had content that I just needed to put out there. 
um, on LinkedIn, like episodes that I had already recorded. Uh, so that's kind of when the transition happened. So July 14th till now, we've been doing the new iteration of the show. Um, and it was different because I, like I started out, like I said, I mean, I would write, I had the same three questions that I would ask everybody, you know? And then um, at the, uh, when I started doing this show, I wasn't really comfortable just getting on here like we are and just talking. You know what I mean? So yep. I just, I had, I tried to have my guests, I was doing a lot of panel episodes and we would talk about a real estate topic at the beginning and I'll put together a Google doc and basically try to have my guests fill out the Google doc all together. It's impossible. I mean, people were like, <laughs> I was literally like sitting here, you know, like getting ready. We're on the zoom call or whatever we were using to record. And then I'm watching people like we're, they're filling it out as we, as oh. we're going. So I'm like, well, this is this just isn't working. So then I took the panels out because to try to get two, three, four people on a panel and record a show every week is like herding cats. It's impossible. Yeah, you know, it's oh. like they're all going in all different directions. And um, so I eventually just transitioned <laughs> into just one-on-one um, uh, interviews, and then just was like, I'm just gonna have a bio, and then we're just gonna go, and we're gonna see what happens. Yep. And that, you know, it took a while for me to get better, and I'm still working on mm. getting better as I go. Um, but, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, you, at least, I mean, I, I don't even have buttons and stuff to figure out and sound effects and everything. I mean, we are as, as basic as you possibly can get, but still it's hard to try to like, you know, figure out kind of where you want the interview to go, uh, what you want to talk about. Maybe you have an idea in your head of what you do want to talk about with that guest, but then all of a sudden they say something and you're just, I need to go, I need to go with that. You know, and just yeah, totally yeah. flip the, there's no script, but flip the script on what I thought this interview was going to be all about. So, um, so yeah, it's an ever evolving process for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And clearly you love it. Oh my God. It's so much fun. I mean, like just the, the amount of people that I get to talk to and the, the different backgrounds and different, uh, all different kinds of stuff is just so interesting because you get people from around the country around the world that have come on the show that have shared all these different experiences and stories and whatever um whether they be real estate or not real estate it's just it's just so cool you know and i think that it's made me a more well-rounded person because i've encountered all these different kinds of people um and it's expanded my network in in like a ridiculous way not just with people that i've had on the show but now being on clubhouse and meeting people like you and meeting other podcasters that are doing other things that i'm you know listening to their shows now trying to steal stuff to make my show better (laughs) um but uh but yeah podcasting to me is just so much fun um and just beneficial in a in a a variety of ways for me whether it's work related or not it's just been it's been amazing yep I, I, I agree. I feel like I've been born. It's weird. It's yeah. like, you right. know what I mean? Like, it's like as humans, we've come to life and not at the start. Like at the start, little Kerry was sitting there and she was interviewing a person and she would barely move. And there was this little robot kind of speaking into a, a Yeti into a room. Like it was just <laughs> right, insane. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. You can you can still go on my YouTube channel and see all those old videos and like when you look at the old video like the first couple compared to what i do now it is like it might be a different person i don't know it's just it's insane you know it was the same kind of thing i mean i wouldn't i didn't have all this i didn't have a microphone it was just me out in my dining room uh with just earbuds my mac and that was it (laughs) 
and you know, I would wear like a suit jacket with like a button down shirt, sometimes a tie. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was very, I tried to make it as professional as I possibly could. And then eventually I just leaned into who I thought I was. And the more that I've done that, there's the more comfortable I've gotten in my own skin. And now it's mm-hmm. just, it's fun. Like, that's why people that talk about pod fade and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know if you've ever felt that. I don't, even though there's sometimes where like with the editing and the marketing clips that I have to put together, because I do all my own I do it all. I'm a one man show. Head chef, chief bottle washer here at the morning spotlight. Um, But, uh, (laughs) but, you know, I think that that was just something where I don't feel the pod fade because every time I talk to somebody new, it's like a new experience. It's a new conversation. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to learn something from this person as we kind of progress through this episode. Um, So that's why I think it's just, it's a lot of fun. It is, it is. And I started just purely, I think, with a bit of a mindset of I'm just going to put out a podcast. I'm going to speak. I've got so much to talk about. And same like you, Mike, it was the start of the pandemic and I was suddenly forced into this spare time. And yeah, I I thought, oh, well, I've been putting this off for a couple of years. Let's go, you know. So gave it a crack, but I think I got to, I was just reviewing them earlier, actually, and I think I got to about episode six, five, five maybe. And I was like, all right, I'm not talking to myself this much longer. Like this isn't happening. So I started bringing people onto yeah. the show and started doing the interviews and stuff. And you, and you're right, you know, meeting so many amazing people and the opportunity to connect with so many more people, like you said, now with Clubhouse, like whoo, oh, that's yeah. just that was oh. like next level, next level stuff. And I just the amount of the how much my show and me as a podcaster and everything has just leveled up since I've been on since January, I think, on Clubhouse. Yep. Um, it's been, uh, it's just been tremendous, like just learning from people, meeting other people and just trying Mm -hmm. to like pick brains and see how everybody's doing it. I didn't, I didn't listen to podcasts before I started my podcast. Hindsight probably should have, because I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just been like the amount of growth that I've seen just in the last few months, six months, I guess, five, six months, um, has been tremendous. Oh, same. I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for that, you know, community and the people that we meet and interact with. Like, I would not be doing this show, honest to God. Like, it just wouldn't have happened because I needed to grow and evolve. And like you said before, you know, other people and when you listen to someone else's show and people speak in the rooms and you're like grabbing little ideas and suggestions and mashing it together in your head and turning it into your own thing. And then, and it's weird, right? Because you sit there and you go, I'm going to steal that. But then people are going, sure, take it, take it. Yeah. Like everybody's open. Like it's, it's, such, amazing, a, it's such a collaborative know? community. And that, I mean, <gasps> I've found with uh, just podcasters in general, because I'm a part of other groups, I guess, of podcasters in different areas, um, maybe like events, whatever. And I mean, Clubhouse, especially because that's where we met, but that's yeah. just been a community that's just so, I mean, you talk on there and you're literally giving stuff away for free. I mean, I host a yep. room every day and I, yeah. you know, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I hold the space. I host the room. I have people come in. We could talk about stuff. I learn stuff in that room. I learn stuff in all the other rooms that, that you're a moderator in. Um, it's just, yep. it's insane just how willing people are able to just, you know, give stuff away, you know, and mm. not like in a bad way, but just, you know, here, just here, if you need me to send you a link or I'll check this out for you, I'll listen to your audio. You know, I, I like I had yeah. one of uh, uh, Brandon just offered to listen to an episode of my show just to kind of hear how the audio sounds because I don't know what I'm doing, you know. So he was just like, "Hey, this, you know, maybe you should try a couple of these things." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll try. I'll go try those for my next episode, whatever it is." So, um, but yeah, it's it's incredible. 
It is, it is. It's, uh, I still pinch myself. It's like, <laughs> and then I don't know about you, Mike, but sometimes it's like, what did I do before Clubhouse? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have at the beginning of when I first was on Clubhouse, I was spending just a gross amount of time on there. Um, I've whittled it down quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I've whittled it down quite a bit because uh, I do like my lunch hour room. I'll try to jump into the morning chat when I can, maybe one of the ap- afternoon rooms with Tanner and Brandon. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, it's just like it got to be such a time suck. And I was just on there constantly that I was like wasn't getting work done. And then yeah. I was like, OK, now it's time to, to actually, yep. you know, focus a little bit. So, you know, we still use it. It's still a great tool for sure. Uh, but, you know, you got to use it the right way, I think. Oh, yeah. It's all about the level. What are they, what, you know, the old term was work-life balance and now it's clubhouse yeah. work balance. You know? Clubhouse work-life <laughs> podcasting balance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a four, four-way mix now. That's yeah, it. That's right. it. <laughs> Just a, like a whole, awesome. all these different things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Mike. <laughs> we've come to the end of the show, buddy. Uh, this Aww. was so much fun. It was. It was great. Yeah, it was I like really, these really like good. this like game show format. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that it, it, it's literally it's still in development, as you can tell. Like there's yeah. going to be, you know, it'll change, it'll evolve. But I, I just, just super relaxed, super, you know, like yeah. coffee with Kerry. Let's just do it. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah. Right. No, it's fantastic. Awesome. I, I like the first episode was great. I can't wait to hear the second episode once that posts because it you know hasn't yet at the time of this recording. But I'm just excited because I, I just think that it's like such a cool concept. And like you said, like every show that's ever existed has evolved over time. But it just seems like that what you have here is the bones. It's got good bones, you know. So as that's you kind of just grow it out, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Give us six months, or you know, maybe even three, or anywhere between three and six, and we'll see what happens. But yeah. um, super, super excited to be doing it. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And yeah, of course. And thank you for your time and 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 the energy that you've brought, and and willing to play these silly games with me as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took an hour out of my day. So this has been a fantastic way to spend my uh, my morning hour. You know, so now it's now we got to get back to work. But I really oh. appreciate it. I was so I was so pumped when you asked me. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, so oh, I appreciate it. Awesome. No worries. Michael, um, we'll catch up really soon. No doubt on Clubhouse. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.